0: Good morning, sunshine. Welcome back to the Peace, Love, and Applesauce podcast here at the Apple Core. Do I add that now?
1: Yeah. We
0: are your hosts, Juan and Abby. What up? Back at it again. <sighs> what an interesting turn of events. Mm-hmm. Something's clearly going on because we really felt inclined. Yeah. We. I don't think we had our Monday meeting this week. No, we didn't. We've just kind of... Been talking and working through stuff and like feeling, mm-hmm. just feeling stuff out,
1: feeling our feelings mm-hmm. instead of holding them hostage.
0: Yeah. And boy, is it is it putting us through it? Mm-hmm. That's the that's the common theme here. I say that probably every episode. <laughs> Somebody's always going through it. We're all going through it. We are. The baby is. Our fish down here is. <laughs> It's cold as shit.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Theo's teeth are coming in.
0: He knows how to fake a cry, too, just to get what he wants.
1: Which is just me.
0: Anytime Abby walks by, he immediately is crying like, get
1: back here. Yeah. He's I'm always like, so I'm like, bud, mad. we
0: were just chilling watching Survivor together just fine.
1: Yeah. Me walking around has him
0: outraged. And you didn't even look at him. Yeah. You, like, your back was turned already. You were busy doing something. mm mm-hmm he's like, oh, wait, I forgot she's here. Screams. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Where do we start?
1: Start with Thanksgiving.
0: Okay. How was Thanksgiving for you?
1: Like me personally? Yeah. It was good. It was a little stressful Mm -hmm. because sorry to my family. Um, <laughs> I always have to give that disclaimer. Um, nobody really took the initiative with Thanksgiving this year. Mm-hmm. And for some weird turn of events, most of the planning fell on my immediate family growing up. So mm-hmm. me, my brother, and my mom. My brother got the venue. I did all of the, like, decorations. And... um the organization of it. Mhm. So I made like the sign up genius and then if somebody was like, "Well, add this." No, add this. No, take that off." I was like, "Okay." And then I sent it out to everybody and made sure that everybody had access to it and everything. Mm-hmm. And then my mom did most of the organizing for like the food and like making sure that we had enough of everything. And she also helped like with the decorations as well. Um so it was pretty stressful because we were like and you
0: included, we were like, Oh yeah, like I mean, I didn't really do much. I was kind of a background character just watching. No, I it meant happen.
1: like we were okay with just staying home this year. Oh yeah. And it just turned into like our household took care of Thanksgiving.
0: Just but, somewhere else.
1: Yeah. Just like the planning of it, not like we made Thanksgiving. Oh happen. No, no, like, no, no, no. Because like everybody really did pitch in.
0: Yeah, there was a lot of people. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. We're not saying it wasn't fun. The coffee machine was banging. Mm. That was a good idea. But No, anyway. it all felt like it was kind of just pulled together, like, the week of. Yeah. Like, it got to Tuesday, and I'm like,
1: well, like we went... oh,
0: we got to get ready tomorrow.
1: Yeah, well, that was the thing, is that, like, it went through so many different phases of plans, because we were supposed to, like, run a house with, like, just my mom and her siblings and all of the cousins and everything like we were supposed to just do that and then nobody jumped on that and i was like okay well i told my mom i was like well i don't want to wait around anymore for somebody to make a plan if joey got the venue then i'm making the thing the sign up genius Mm -hmm. so then i also got told that i had to do the prayer and i'm like dude that should be for the person that is like the head of the family. Mm-hmm. Like do you not agree?
0: Uh yes and no. I mean, I understand like the sentiment of like
1: Just the with the way my family is set up, it made sense for my grandma to do it. Of course. And she didn't want to. So mm-hmm. somehow that got put on to me and I was like And okay. you've
0: never been the prayer giver. No. No. Like this is a first time occurrence?
1: Yes. Yes,
0: <laughs>
2: <I'm> <laughs> you prepped for that. Yes,
1: <laughs> no, it was a first-time occurrence, and then on top of that, I'm probably like the least religious out outwardly. Of, yeah, outwardly out of my entire family, because my family is decently spiritual. I won't say religious, but mm-hmm. um, we all went to church together growing up and whatnot, and they were very honed in on like my religious journey growing up. So to be outwardly removed from that and then then be like prayer, <laughs> I was like. Well, like
0: you got it this year, right, bud?
1: Yeah. Because my mom said that she would take care of it and ask my brother I to do it. And, you know, he was working mm-hmm. while we were at the venue because it was at the fire station. And I was like, okay, I'll do it then. And it was scary. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: But you did so good. I recorded it and everything. It was beautiful. You I were used. stressing out. You were writing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You were, ironically enough, um, this is kind of what I feel like sparked where we're at now. Yeah. And what we've been going through and why we've been feeling through so much. Mm-hmm. So like.
1: Juan and I have in total been on like a very intense spiritual journey for the past three years.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, I would say more so for me.
1: In different ways.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. In different
1: ways. You did your thing. I did my thing. We just met up now.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're kind of like, on. we're finally on the same page about it. Um, and I think that's what made the prayer more impactful because mm-hmm. I was like, I, I watched you put the work into it now. Are we just going to dive straight into this? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Go I don't ahead. want to talk about Thanksgiving anymore. But, yeah. Um. Good. I'm glad we got here that quick. Uh, to preface this, um, we also didn't start on the same page either. Mm-hmm. Like from the very beginning, we both had different spiritual relationships. Um, just as like many backstories, you clearly just said you were more involved in the church. Anything I was very like, involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything, um, like, church-related kind of was more on my own. Like, I would go do youth group. I would go do, like, basketball. Oh, did you? I did. I, I used, didn't know that. I used to do youth group in, like, middle school. Oh, okay. Um, I would do basketball at the church. I would go mm-hmm. to the church for, like, guinces and other stuff like that whenever, like, those would happen. Mm-hmm. And I would feel inclined and, like, I really— I, didn't know what to practice cuz i knew such such a broad area of christianity mm-hmm. like i didn't know which way to practice mm-hmm. i just knew to believe in jesus and then god mm-hmm. um so i've always questioned everything and been a critical thinker and been like when i was younger i used to be scared to ask questions cuz i'm like i'm going to go to hell because i'm asking the wrong questions about god yeah but then I started to loosen that up a bit because I also am interested in the knowledge and teachings of other religions. Like Buddhism has always piqued my interest. And like what I like to see from certain religions is like – not necessarily certain religions. Let me not say that. What I like to see from people who are like very spiritually in tune with whatever it is they believe in, and they have those profound feelings and moments like they are divine, I've always envied that because growing up, I never felt something like that. I would pray all the time and like I would talk to God. I would always say I've like openly been able to, but never really knowing who or what was listening, never really knowing what to think or imagine because of all my questions. It also pushed me away and also because of like, let's be real some of the radicalization of christianity just in mm-hmm. what we see on our phones every day yeah just to put it out there like it it it's off putting yeah but i also see people very close to me have such a great intimate relationship and i'm like that's what i i love to see like i love to see people divinely uh what connected? am i trying to say yeah divinely connected mm-hmm. that's exactly it. like i like it it's interesting to, for me to see that, but I've never been able to feel it, And as of recently, I feel like I'm starting to build that. Yeah, with how we've been going. So like, within the past three years, especially when we lived on our own,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we took a completely different step spiritually. Um, mm-hmm. I got into meditation more, I wasn't praying. I would talk to I would talk out loud and say, "I'm speaking to the universe." Because of course, when it comes to like the new age spirituality, it's about the crystals, it's about source, it's about whatever other little buzzword Mm -hmm. of that area you want to put in there. Yeah. So of course, like we emulated it for a little bit, Mm -hmm. and we tried it. Mm -hmm. We did certain sagings. We believe. I like. I also take a lot of scientific. Uh, approaches to my beliefs and the way things work. And I'm like, if there's proof of things and I can see how it works, I think God is far bigger than what we even determine in, like, a book. Yeah. That has been my my whole issue the whole time. I'm like, right, I'm on the same page with you as a Christian. Like, God is that powerful. But I think it's far more than just what's able to be understood by us. Mm -hmm. Like. I, sorry, <laughs> my brain really I just... wish you
1: could see the passion he's emulating right now.
0: <laughs> well, I've never <laughs> you're opened... You're speaking
1: really fast. I know. But only because I know, like, you're excited
0: about it. This is what I, like, think about, and I I don't really often open up about this. Yeah. Like, this is a pretty vulnerable subject, because, of course, it's your relationship with a higher power, a higher being, and, of course, like, a lot of the figures I look at, especially when it comes to, like, different art forms, like, a lot of people in hip-hop i've seen say all power to the most high which i forgot to shut the door that's all good Mm -hmm. um all power to the most high which is like another way of glorifying god but i'm like what way is that Mm -hmm. so i've like tried to understand that approach and it's just i i've also heard of the term omniism. i've -hmm. looked it up just to double check make sure it's a thing it's a belief that there's like truth in all religion in the world Mm -hmm. and i'm like i feel like that's true like, if God's that powerful, why wouldn't he show us himself in different ways?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Not in like, oh, he's a trickster. He can do what he wants. But, like, if we have free will, what does he have? Yeah. Like, it has to be far beyond that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But also, who's that guy on TikTok that I've been sending you recently? He goes to a lot of colleges and, like, openly debates or oh, asks questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. He always has, like, that blue... Button up shirt. Yes, gray I don't hair. Know his name. Anyway, he proposes a lot of debates from the um sorry, you took away my fidget toy <laughs> and distracted my that was how I was able to speak so eloquently right now. You see my voice cracked, you fucked me up. There's your fidget toy back. <laughs> she stopped my ADHD <laughs> in mid sentence.
1: No, you stopped I'm your ADHD. I'm flinging it around.
0: <laughs> you stopped talking. <laughs> no, you stopped me and took it from me. I wish we were recording this so people could see what you just did to me. That was a complete violation. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. The guy in the blue shirt. The guy that openly debates people... Not. It's not debate. He, he, he accepts questions. Qu- yeah. He accepts questions mm-hmm. and tries to answer. And he's like, I don't know. But this is how... And then explains. And I'm like... Wow, never thought of it like that. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it's on social media. So I'm going through the comments seeing how it's affecting other people. Somebody was in the mm-hmm. most recent one I watched was like, sheesh, I'm an atheist. But the way he explained that, like, I think he might be onto something. Mm-hmm. Like, that makes a lot of sense to me now. Mm-hmm. Now, I wouldn't say I've ever been an atheist. I just moved away from organized religion yeah. as a whole. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't. I felt like my relationship was fractured despite not really having a relationship with a church to begin with. I
1: was going to say that was the whole basis of where I am. Personally. I was never
0: baptized. I was never committed to one church. Cause again, I didn't know what I was like. Mm-hmm. I went to a Baptist church for youth group, mm-hmm. but I think my grandmother was a um, Lutheran uh-huh. and my dad, I think growing up, was catholic Mm
2: -hmm.
0: so i like remember practicing catholic tendencies i would wear a rosary but i didn't fully know what it meant i would see pictures of the saints Mm -hmm. i would like do the little cross thing on yourself Mm -hmm. and i'm like but if i'm practicing this but i believe this way am i contradicting am i am i doing the wrong thing Mm -hmm. so that's kind of been like my story my journey but now recently uh ever since the move Mm -hmm. and things really like
1: just plummeting got out of
0: my control Mm -hmm. when I thought I had it I've said it all the time I think I have a hand on everything until I don't
2: Mm -hmm.
0: like I was like all right I have nothing now Mm -hmm. like It sounds dramatic, but, like, I worked really hard for us to be on our own and independent. And I thought I was making the right choice by going to school. And then I just the longer it kept taking, I'm like, this ain't working. My plan's not working. What is going on here? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm getting rocked right now. I basically had, like, no money because I was working part-time. And we just moved back home trying to figure out, like, what the next step is and how long this... (laughs) transition's gonna take, how long it's gonna be mm-hmm. on top of everything else going on in just
1: Yeah, it life. just derailed really fast.
0: And I like I was hurt. I would break down and cry all the time in my car. Oh yeah. And I'm like having anxiety attacks. My I'm undiagnosed, but I have symptoms of like depression and I get in really low lows. Yeah. Like bad. <laughs> they get, oh, boy. They get bad. Yeah. Like, and it, over the summer, it got so bad to a point where I started, like, actually praying again.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was like, God, please help me. Like, oh, you hear the tremors? <laughs> yeah. My anxiety is on fire. <sighs> yeah, this is hard to talk about. And I've been the only one talking the whole time. I know. I've been talking for 17 minutes. Golly. I'm I'm letting you do your thing. I know. It's just because I know I would interrupt you, like, realistically.
1: That's fine. Get it out. (laughs) (laughs) Let it
0: out. So recently I've been praying more, and, of course, like, losing my grandmother, which everyone in my life vicinity knows her as my mom. Like, she was a lot more spiritual than us she always lo- she loved her gospel music and um i remember when i was younger she told me she was like when you're saved let me know and i'll give you your first box bi- and i'll give you your bible and like she already had one ready to go she told me and my brother at the same time and i was like all right what is that how do you do that she was like you accept jesus into your heart as your savior Blah 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 like I don't remember exactly how she broke it down, but I remember praying for it, and Mm -hmm. then I told her, and then I still have the Bible to this day. It actually is, like, the one—I have her handwriting tattooed on me from Mm -hmm. that letter she wrote. I think it was, what,
2: 2009?
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's dated from 2009, so however old I was then, that's when, like, she— introduced it to me mm-hmm. and like losing her also felt like I lost like a physical representation of that connection
1: yeah yes I know what which you mean.
0: also made me like talk to her spiritually mm-hmm. like I would pray or talk out loud to her hoping she's out there somewhere listening mm-hmm. <clears throat>
1: And her, the Bible that she gave to you is actually how I was able to write mm-hmm. my prayer for Thanksgiving.
0: Oh, and when you told me that shit, it was going to make me cry. Because, like, <laughs> you opened it up, read the letter.
1: Did I not come down here and tear through the entire basement mm-hmm. to look for... Abby my- has
0: her own Bible. We have both kept them. Like, mm-hmm. And sidebar, you actually took the class on the Bible to, like, actually learn more about it and mm-hmm. break it down. And that also, like, influenced our relationship with it during the time you were in school yes
1: i also have an extensive childhood yes in the church and everything but in terms of thanksgiving to wrap it back around to that yes
0: i (laughs) could
1: not find my bible anywhere and i hesitated getting rid of it for a really long time because i was like my aunt told me a long time ago because two of my cousins were like Atheist, I think? I can't remember. It was like a good couple years ago, but I don't remember what the context was, but I remember her saying that she was like, everybody loses their faith in their 20s, and Mm. once you sort of wrap up the end of your 20s, you find your way back. And it irritated me, I'm not going to lie, when (laughs) she said it, I was like, shut up. Literally shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And like, here I am. Just like
0: any 20-some-year-old would.
1: Yeah. So I... In lieu of that, I kept the Bible that I had, and I know it's in a box, in like a keepsake box with some other keepsake items, and I was like, all right, whatever. I can't find it, but I knew that yours was in the bedstand.
0: Kept it beside me every day.
1: All right. I'll open it tomorrow. So he had two bookmarks.
0: (laughs) When I say bookmarks- (laughs) One was- you know how you, there's the tear here section on a pack of fruit snacks?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's that.
0: <laughs> I tore it off and put it in the page mm-hmm. when I was a kid. have never taken it out. And then the other one's just like a piece of paper.
1: Yeah, it's like a wrapper or something like Cause that.
0: Because when I was younger and I was trying to like create some sort of like religious habits in my life, I would open that Bible and just read one verse every day. Mm-hmm. I would just open to a random thing. That was before the app. That gave you the verse every day. That's when I had no phone. (laughs) I had to pick it up and read it. Yeah. So every day I'm like, all right, let me start my day. Boom. This page. I like this. Here's a bookmark. I'm going to keep it there. Yeah. Because for some reason it would like speak to me at that time.
1: Mm -hmm. So I opened his two bookmarks and I read whatever just stood out to me on the pages. And the one page... The same thing – the reason he bookmarked that page was the same thing. So long ago. Yeah. Was the same thing that caught my eye on that page. And I was like, wow. So then I went to the other bookmark and I had found something else that I was like really touched by. And then I started sort of looking through the Psalms section because I was like – I don't know. I like this section. It's kind of wild and crazy. It's Mm -hmm. mostly just like music and meditations and stuff. So I'm like, I like like that section. But then – something fell out of it and i remember sitting there it,
0: i'm sorry and that's I'm done why with it. i took it away from you i'm done with you, it i'm done with it and
1: that's why i took it away from you
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm terribly sorry
1: um anyways so i was getting frustrated because i couldn't find anything that was like speaking to me because i was like l- prying about it like give me something like how, what
0: am I supposed to what say? What am I
1: supposed to say? Show me what I'm supposed to say. Show me what I'm supposed to know. Show me what I'm supposed to hear. What is it? And then I got frustrated and shoved the like the little paper thing that you had in there. I think it was like one of those obituary Oh yeah, things. I did have one in there. Yeah, that it I shoved that back in there and it flipped all the way to the front where she had written the note at like literally the inside of the cover page. And I read it. And it had said basically that she hoped that you would read this to use God's word in your everyday life. And Mm -hmm. I was like, that's it. I'm looking way too hard for something Mm -hmm. specific and I need to like look up and look at the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of like getting like a slap on the head like, bro, look up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it was really helpful and I was like, hell yeah.
0: And we've definitely been, I mean, we haven't been consistent with it, going with our theme of consistent inconsistency. Oh, yeah. um, we still pray individually, but one night, like, we prayed together,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I've always been, like, a powerful prayer. Like,
1: yeah.
0: I just have some profound thing to say, not to toot my own horn, yeah. but.
1: No, you're a good prayer.
0: prayer Prayer-er. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to say <laughs> it, but it's the like the right context, or whatever. You're um, a good prayist. <laughs> don't think that's it, bud. Um but I openly have been like, Good morning, God. I do I would do it in the ice bath when stuff was really bad, and I'm like, let's build some more consistency. I'm out here at 6 o'clock every morning before mm-hmm. work. Doing an ice bath.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Why feel alone? Let me talk to somebody. Yeah. And I would pray, and I'd—I always have the same things I—I I pray for. And it started to build consistency. Of course, I fell off a little bit. Things got a little hectic again.
1: Things are hectic right now. Yeah. Christmas is hard. I don't know anybody that's having a good time this year.
0: Yeah, and it's on a Monday. Yeah. Like happy birthday, Jesus! But yeah, on a Monday, bro. Yeah. I'm sorry, that's blasphemy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Anyways, so... Yeah, it was really interesting. So ever since I saw that note at the beginning, when I was actually looking for something, that use it in your everyday life has been the thing that really... I guess was like it opened the door again. And I was like, okay, all right. Didn't think I was going to swing back this way, but all right. Here we go. For me personally, my backstory with... um organized religion, which I will never partake in again. I'm going to openly say that now. I'm not going to partake in it. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't necessarily grow up in church in my, like, elementary years. It wasn't until, like, Christmas in fifth grade Mm -hmm. that my aunt and her two young kids had started going to this church, and they fell in love with the pastor, not, like, literally, like, metaphorically. Um, They loved the way that he preached, his energy— Um, his family's energy, so they were like, to my mom, they were like, you got to start coming here, because my aunt, my grandma would go with, with her kids, and my mom was like, all right, let's give it a try, and the same thing happened to my mom. She fell in love instantly. They had like a live band that would play like all of the worship music, and it was very lively, and people were really friendly, and it was very, very welcoming, and I hadn't really had that much experience in church besides like I remember my parents getting married and me being like hmm weird and then <laughs> throughout kindergarten elementary school my mom would make us go to me and my brother to go to um summer vacation bible camp every year <laughs> oh boy <laughs> so like they would teach you like Hebrew and they would we would do like all of this stuff like making crafts and learn about Jesus and all of this stuff and other than that I didn't have it like, any experiences. So I started joining this church, and it was right before I started um, middle school. So I got to see, like, what the church was about. I would only go on Sundays. My mom would make us get up, oh, my God, so freaking early on Sundays to go mm-hmm. to Sunday school, which was before...
0: Before the service? Yes.
1: Oh, my God, it Never was... Never had
0: to do that. Yeah.
1: I didn't like doing that because it was just, like, the lady that taught it was really judgy and it was like in one of those settings where like you couldn't ask questions it was like you Mm -hmm. you got that feeling that it's like you can't ask questions yeah we're telling you you can but you shouldn't yeah besides that the church was very very welcoming so i was there all through middle school and high school i joined youth group in middle school i went every wednesday i went on every youth group retreat every single one Mm -hmm. um I was baptized in fifth or sixth grade, and that was by choice. My brother was baptized with me. And we took the test to, like, the literal, like, test that our pastor had us do um, to be confirmed in the church as well. So I did the two things at once, get baptized and confirmed at the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, I, oh, my God, I performed at church. Like, I would play my violin. I danced one year it was mm. yeah it was a lot mm-hmm. but I did I was there all the time that was my second home I was there like three times a week all of the time donating cleaning helping out with the kids stuff going to youth group um caroling mm. I went caroling with church. I would all of it I li- have literally done all of it and through I didn't even
0: know some of that oh yeah you've never told me yeah a couple of those things yeah like, yeah. I didn't know you went caroling. Mm-hmm. I knew you would go to, like, the summer camps or you did violin. I didn't know you danced one time.
1: In pictures of it, it's horrendous. <laughs> it was an all-white jumpsuit with an a, elastic skirt with just rainbow colors on it.
0: Mm. It was horrible. Hip-hop for Jesus.
1: No, it was, like, fake ballet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we were, like, cosplaying ballerinas. It was
0: interpretive dance? Yes.
1: Yep. Oh, I would do the thing where you walk down the aisle with the um, little stick thing. I can't remember what this shit is called. Um, and you light the candles at the end, like on the altar. Mm-hmm. So I would do that. Wow. Yeah. Everything. I've done it all. Um, Interesting. Yes. But the um, I did enjoy my time going to, like, the retreats, which is basically the entire youth group would go stay. Um, they have these places that just – host church retreats and the entire youth group would go stay in like this house and you would get like a bunk and you know boys would be in one section girls would be in another we ate breakfast together we would go and like learn about like trusting god and like um out in nature Mm -hmm. you would like go like hiking and then you do like trust falls and they'd have you do different exercises and read the bible and all of this stuff like it was interesting. We would light fires at night. And then I remember this one time we lit a fire and in the log, in the middle, um, an H popped up on fire. And everybody was like, it's heaven. And I what? was yeah, <laughs> I was like, girl, what? <laughs> but my youth group leader, he was also like, <laughs> he was like, I don't know about that. <laughs> It was really interesting, but like I, I got to do a lot of cool things. They would take us on hay rides, and we would go like see, like we would look at the stars and like just kind of enjoy God's creation. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like as cringy as I'm making it out to be, mm-hmm. although
0: you know, maybe going on say, a church retreat is cringy. How did that make you feel in terms of your relationship as a kid? Like from that perspective now.
1: So, doing all of that stuff, it didn't help me forge. A relationship whatsoever mm-hmm. I did everything I was as involved as anybody could be
2: mm-hmm.
1: and regardless of that I had a horrible time and a horrible experience mm. it was some of the most judgmental experiences I've ever had in my life
2: mm-hmm.
1: and like when you would go to youth group like it w- wasn't necessarily like the youth group leader's fault or like whatever it was more so the silent judgment that built over the years because mm-hmm. it was super welcoming when i started which i forgot to leave out that that pastor that my family like loved the way that he operated the church we it was a methodist church so in methodist churches they move around pastors constantly like Mm. you were only at a church for so many years it's not a church where this is the pastor this is the church and he's there for life yeah um so we got a new pastor the year after who was the same man that baptized me that um confirmed me that he did all of the church retreats and stuff like that with us and he I don't want to say it's his fault. I went to therapy with him for a little bit, and that really tarnished my relationship with church in general. Yeah. Um, And when you have one person who's as involved like that, who is like, yeah, let me give you counseling. Your life is terrible, and you don't want to be here, so let me give you some counseling. When they know every little aspect about your life, It makes operating as a person really hard because it's like you have to perform that you're okay. Mm. And then this same pastor right before we left, he, like, stole from the church, Mm -hmm. specifically from, like, the children's daycare. Oh. And it progressed into that over years. So I won't go into, like, you know, every little detail, but he was just – him and his family were just really strange people and the way that they operated the church it went from this very lively open arms you can be in a lot of different scenarios and have a really hard time but we're here for you like what you would think a church is supposed to be mm-hmm. and then it came it became this very like quiet militant very like rigid operational church Mm -hmm. and the I think everybody felt that and people became more tense and it changed the dynamic of the church and as the years went on especially in my high school years like from sophomore year on I really withdrew from going to church because it was so unbearable it was like you went in and you were just like choking on Mm -hmm. the tension Mm -hmm. all the time and I'm not saying that before that time that I had a better experience. It just – it was really hard. It's very judgmental, especially when you're going through, like, your formative years of middle school
0: and high school. Right. And, of course, you're becoming more aware of it as you get older.
1: Yes. And people are just, like, very, like – like, when you go to youth group, it's not like, oh, you're having an experience. Let's talk about that experience. Or you're you're in your formative years and you're learning. They still talk to you like, oh – you're a woman, so you should be submissive. And I'm like, Mm. what? (laughs) What? Mm -hmm. And it was just, you were always looked down upon, and I was like, okay, whatever. So anyway, um, those are just some of the experiences. That's not the true depth of it. I'm not going to, you know, go over every minute detail, and I'm not going to divulge the really big things that happened, but um,
0: all those years— Where does that put you now?
1: All of those years— when I graduated high school, I was like, what is going on? I'm lost in life. I have no faith whatsoever in anything. Mm-hmm. And I have no trust in the people around me. So what do I do now? And the only thing that I had at that time was dance. And then it became you, and you were the only person that I trusted and that I had, like, any type of faith in.
0: Mm-hmm. And Damn. Yeah. We just going to gloss over that?
1: Yeah. <laughs> for
0: today that's powerful though thank you you're welcome i love you i love you (laughs) continue that caught me off guard (laughs) it is what it is
1: so by the time that like when life started when i met you life went from an absolute standstill to 100 miles an hour and i was like
0: what (laughs) you're welcome
1: yeah thanks (laughs) And I was like, I don't know what's in store, but I know what I'm being called to do. Mm -hmm. And I held on to the little bit of, like, faith that I had left. And I was like, I'm going to assume that it has to do with you specifically, with you. And when you proposed, and we were very young, (laughs) and then we got – we were engaged, and then we started planning our wedding, and we were still really young, and nobody was on board. I was like, nobody's going to stop me. Like – I literally was to the point that I would, like, pray about it, and I didn't really pray that much anymore. And I was like, if I'm supposed to not do this, give me a sign now. And I, nothing came up. And I was like, all right, but if I'm supposed to do something with this, give me a sign now. And I would get all of these signs that I'm supposed to still go, and I'm like, all right, then I'm going. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to stop me. And everybody would argue with me and everybody would try and stop me in my tracks. Like, they were like...
0: Everybody had something to say.
1: Yeah. They were trying to... They were pushing the boulder. They were pushing the boulder. They were like... They're like, we can't stop her. We're just going to run her over with this boulder. And I was like, run me over. I don't care. I'm good. hmm And we got married. And then we had Jewel. And it just has not stopped since then. And so now that it's sort of meeting that, like, slowing down point...
0: Mm-hmm. It's kind of all coming together, making sense. Yeah. We're, we've been able to step back and look at the bigger picture just a little bit more. Yeah. We still haven't seen the whole thing. Absolutely. We're, every day we're like, why? Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. What is this for?
1: I remember specifically like, right before I went into like the crystals, new age spirituality mm-hmm. realm that um, I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm so confused. There's so many conflicting things. There's already my own experiences and my own trauma from church, so what am I supposed to do? And I really prayed on it, and the only thing that I kept getting was leave. And I was like, okay, then I'll leave.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know what that means, but I'm not going to be disrespectful about it. And I held on to that, that I wasn't going to be disrespectful about it.
0: Me either. I, In ways, I would feel, like, spiteful or resentful because mm-hmm. I'm like, How? Like, of course, I said I was envious of seeing people have that divine connection. And that was
1: the thing. That, it, it was envy. Yes. I was like, why do you get to have this? I did everything I should have. Mm-hmm. I did all everything that everybody else told me that I should do so that I could feel what they feel. And I feel nothing. So mm-hmm. why? Mm-hmm. And it pissed me off. And, like, even looking back at it, like, I wish I would have done it my way from the beginning. But I was only in fifth grade. So how the hell would I have known?
0: I mean, let's also not forget the time that you and I were like, all right, we're going to try and be Catholic now.
1: Ooh, <laughs> yes.
0: Like it's, it's not for lack of trying. Like
1: mm-hmm. we I, did really try.
0: It, it's been a longer spiritual journey. Cause at first, when we first talked about it, like we kind of butt heads on it.
1: Yeah. we Cause did.
0: like you were a little bit more of a believer than I was. And I'm like, but bud, why mm-hmm. I have all these questions and I, I'm not getting answers. And like, You would be not concerned about me asking questions. I'm not concerned for your (laughs) well-being. But you're like, why do you have all these questions? And I'm like, just think about it. Like, (laughs) just think with... I can't stop thinking. That has been like my biggest blessing, Mm -hmm. but also my biggest hindrance. Like, I ask too many questions. But do you? I don't know. Do you think God was like,
1: yeah, you ask too many questions.
0: No, because it, it clearly led to where I'm at now yeah, I know. 26 years later because mm-hmm. now I would say out of all the times that I've, like, thought there was a connection or felt one.
1: You know now that it's it not that
0: It used to be performative realistically. Yes, It yes. felt – looking back at it now, it all felt performative. Yes. Which is why I can never get behind it because I'm like, what's this for? Mm-hmm. This doesn't feel like it's for me. Mm-hmm. So what am I doing? Yeah. For our
1: wedding, um, Juan and I, despite being on different pages and not agreeing, we settled on a verse from the Bible mm -hmm. that um, everybody, again, fought me over that it says, where you will go, where you go, I will go, and where you stay, I will stay. Mm -hmm. And people were like, oh, well, that's about sisters. I don't care what the context is.
0: No, that – Still to this day, like it 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 is rang true in every sense of the word. Yes. Which is why we're here now. Yes. Like when we were put in these positions Mm -hmm. that we're in now, and it really like became a man up situation for me. Like brud, Brud. Brud, brud, are you starting (laughs) your family? Like this is your opportunity to be a leader. You gotta get it together. Mm -hmm. Like Crap, that brud comment threw me off. What did we say right before that? <laughs> it made me lose my train of thought.
1: The um, put up or shut up.
0: Oh, yeah. With the where you go, I go, where you stay, I stay. It's been that for our entire relationship. Yes. Abby has been the only one who's stood behind every nut-ass decision I've made. <laughs> Everywhere we've gone... I've won. She's pressed me about it, but she's mm-hmm. still been like, I trust you.
1: And I even... I was reading this book that this pastor wrote about like marriage. Him and his wife wrote it together. I can't I remember. I remember
0: you reading it right yes. before we got married.
1: Yes. And there was a part that irritated me but gave me enough foresight for what I might have felt and what I did end up feeling. You got me all
0: shaky again.
1: Later on. <laughs> Um, In the book, it was about – they discussed the pastor and his wife about the submitting to your husband thing and how there are different roles in a marriage. And at the time, I could not fathom us having different roles that weren't completely equal.
0: Oh, yeah. You would blatantly tell me. You're like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I was
1: like, yeah, this book can shut up. Mm -hmm. However, the way that they ended up explaining it afterwards, I was like, damn, that makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was trying really hard to remove my current line of thinking as a 21-year-old mm-hmm. and trying to think, okay, who am I going to be when I have kids? Who am I going to be when I am a mother?
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: what does that really require? And I looked back on all of the sacrifices that my mom made because she had to be everything all of the time for me and my brother. hmm And she didn't really get to be just mom. She had to be everything. But she still had moments where she could just be mom and give us that one-on-one attention and just be like the nurturer and the caregiver and not the provider and all of the other stuff. And I was like, all right, if I'm going to do this right, then I have to relinquish this dominating feeling that I have to be in control all of the time mm-hmm. and that I was like all right I I'm I'm getting it I'm hearing you loud and clear mm-hmm. so I went to Juan and I was like as much as I have a hard time with this and I have to put my pride aside for it when we get married you are the leader
0: I shit my pants that day <laughs> I, when you said that to me I was like whoa, we're not, uh, the same for funsies anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm scared. She, I have to lead now. Mm-hmm. Like, that was what I mean by, like, it's a man up thing. And, like, mm-hmm. it's funny how we talk about, like, how not many people were on board right away oh, yeah. with the idea of it. Like, I just did it. I left from working at Vans one day. <laughs> this was when I worked at Vans. I was, like, 19
2: mm-hmm.
0: or just about to turn 19.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was, like... I'm going to go look at a fucking ring. <laughs> and I left there with a down payment on one before I talked to anybody. My mom was picking me up and I was like there's no way I can like not talk about this. What did I just do? What the fuck you, did I just you didn't do? Didn't even think
1: twice about it. I
0: did not. Walked in, paid for it and was like I was asking I'm like, "Dude, what's this going to do to my credit? Like I don't have anything." You're and you're saying I'm getting this much, but I gotta like pay X, Y, and Z. So I told my mom, and she was like, What? Like (laughs) completely threw her off. Then I was like, I didn't even ask permission. I didn't want you to. I know.
1: I didn't want you to.
0: I did it. I I did it. It felt it it felt right for me and I I stand by it. Yeah. Anyway, um You did. I called my dad last and he's like, bud! Why didn't you tell me first? We could have gone about this a different way. I could have found you something for cheaper and like blah, blah, blah. So he talked some sense into me. Mm -hmm. He went back with me the next day and he's like, you're sure about this? Like you're doing this? (laughs) He probably thought you (laughs) were crazy. He did. But the one thing he told me, he was like, that was, I forget if he told me or if someone else did. He was like, out of everything that I, I have ever asked you, that was the only thing that I knew you were sure about. Like, I remember him. Ta- he is like when I asked him one time, "Are you sure you're like you're gonna go through with this?" Every time he asked, even if it was just more than one time, it, I never changed. I never wavered. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this. I have. Who knew what drove me to it? I just fucking met you ten years ago, bud. I know. We were strangers at one point. I say this all the time. We were just strangers at one point.
1: (laughs) We were growing up in two different, completely different lives.
0: And we're here now.
1: Like, I've never even seen you in passing. No. Until we were just married with children. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Oh, my God.
0: All that to say.
1: Yeah, he just went and got a ring one day.
0: Yeah, that's a little bit more backstory into us Yeah, for those of you who didn't know it Mm -hmm. and for those of you who don't know us. We're that random love story of just everything working out. Mm -hmm. Somehow we're making this shit work. I ask her, I'm like, Abby, what are we doing?
1: And I say, I don't know. Like I ask
0: that when I ask you that, Mm -hmm. I'm asking you as a friend. Yeah, (laughs) like not a wife, not any. I'm like, hey, bud. Look at me in the eyes here.
1: You know what's crazy, though? I was thinking about that, um, that, like, you and I have been through so many different phases of our relationship that I know when you're being my friend and I know when you're being my husband.
0: Ooh.
1: We can talk about that a separate time. Interesting. Yeah. Let's put a pin in that. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't think about anything. We just knew that we were supposed to be together. And we never even really talked about it. That was the craziest part. It's like we knew we wanted to get married at some point. But, like, I knew that you were going to be with me forever. Mm -hmm. And you knew I was going to be with you forever. There was no question about it.
0: And, of course, there's those, like, high school stereotypes of, like, your high school sweetheart and getting married to them. Like, I was with someone else For the longest I'd been with anyone right before you, Mm -hmm. and then you and I are breaking records every day. Like, (laughs) you're my longest relationship now, Mm -hmm. and I'm your only one. Like, so this is all...
1: I didn't even... That's the funny part. I think I always forget to mention that, is like, you meet somebody, and it's just like... What...
0: There's no way this has no divine intervention to it. That's our real point.
1: Yeah. My real point is that Juan is the first relationship I've ever been in, like, long term. So we take – you know, we don't overlook the fact that, like, what we have is very special and we're very grateful for it. And that, I think, is the driving force behind, like, why does everybody else have this spiritual connection and – We don't. And I think it was that conversation that we had that we were like, hey, I think our marriage is being used for... For a
0: bigger purpose than just being married. Yes. Yeah. we Like, I know we just got super giddy and excited. Like, (laughs) we're by no means, like, rubbing it in your face or trying to be pretentious about it. Like, we have such a perfect... No, we don't. (laughs) It's hard. (laughs) This is... Nine years of work, mm-hmm. like, and we were very young, but we were both very like, I think a little more mentally aware of ourselves from that young age mm-hmm. to be able to make all these decisions together and come to these conclusions. Cause it also took us a couple years to work through some stuff,
2: mm-hmm.
0: really break each other down. Mm-hmm. Like no one knows me more than you. So like... Yeah, You know more about me than me sometimes, as cliche as it is. You you offend me with the way you talk to me sometimes about me. I'm like, get out. (laughs) Shut (laughs) up. (laughs) Lower your tone. (laughs) But no, this is, it's the hardest thing I've ever done, Mm -hmm. but it's all a choice. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Like this is all a choice at the end of the day. Yeah and wrapping it back into the spiritual side of it we've both been actively trying to pray now we don't we still don't know what we are like in terms mm-hmm. of if you're going to put a label on it i would say we're just spiritual but our practices of like prayer and like do you, would you say we have some form of worship like sure. is is prayer a form of worship
1: yeah i'd say so like, i listen to gospel music
0: Okay. So, like, we still have a lot of basis in Christianity. We still – like, you read the Bible Mm -hmm. uh, frequently Mm -hmm. for, like – I actually got an app.
1: I don't know if anybody else uses it, but I wanted to talk about it because it's actually kind of cool. It's called The Bible Project, mm -hmm. and they –
0: It's not just the regular, like, Bible app that people have?
1: So what they do is – it's a video that you watch, and it'll – do certain passages from, so like it'll be, oh, I can't remember what I freaking watched last. Um, it has videos and they draw it out and you can, oh, I watched um, John 1 to 12 and then John 13 to 21. And it literally draws the picture so that you can visually see what the words are saying. Yes. So to I'm trying to look at the Bible a different way with a different perspective on Mm -hmm. because I took the class already. And now I'm like, okay, now I can see it because somebody's drawing it out Mm -hmm. and then make all those connections from there in my own experience and in
0: my own brain. Yeah.
1: So I wanted to talk about that because I thought it was pretty cool.
0: No, I I didn't know you had that either. Yeah. Yeah, we've been – what was the – we – We've been sending each other spiritual TikToks, kind of giving each other hints, Mm -hmm. like, hey, bud, think about this or listen to this. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And we saw one basically saying, like, you have to just submit everything you're going through that you're trying to, like, keep a hold of to God or Mm -hmm. whatever. Because what was it like? I trust you. I believe in you. I trust I you, you and I
1: still believe. The guy oh, who had I, yeah. talked about it, he was way more extensive because he was like – he felt stagnant in his job. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, I lay down my job. I lay down any My finances. Yeah, my like finances, everything. everything. And that – got." so he wakes up every day and he's like, God, I trust you and I still believe. Mm-hmm. And he keeps going. And when we started doing – So I saw a girl stitch it, and she was like, I did this, the exact thing that he did, and my life has gone to shit since then. But I wake up every day, and I say, God, I trust you, and I still believe.
0: She said she got laid off the next day from her IT job. Yes. Like.
1: We saw this video, and we were like, we're scared, but we're going to do it. And immediately our life went to shit. It's still not fixed yet, but we're still waking up and finding moments in the day to say, God, I trust you, and I still believe.
0: Yeah, like when things would get hard at work or I'd be having a frustrating day, especially over the summer, like Mm -hmm. when I was really in the thick of it, just doing the hard labor and lifting, like getting tired and getting screamed at, like I would just be like, thank you, God.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: I saw a a quote that said, don't be upset that it's hard. Be grateful that you're being challenged Mm -hmm. or however you want to test it. So I'm like, I need to rewire my brain because I – had In in losing myself, I'd lost my motivation in terms of anything. Like, when I get into my real deep slumps, like, I, am, I feel worthless. I feel useless. There's no sense of, like, getting me out of it mm-hmm. because I just don't have it. Mm-hmm. But once I rewired my brain to remember, like, how competitive I can be and how much I used to work, like, I don't want to just be like, oh, yeah, I do it and it's all talk. Like... I want to be impeccable with my word. That's another thing Abby taught me that's burned into my brain. But I have to think, like, I'm being tested right now. Mm-hmm. I've prayed for wisdom. I've prayed for strength.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I can't just be gifted with it.
2: Mm-hmm. I
0: have to go through something to see how strong I am, mm-hmm. to see how wise I am. Yeah. And with wisdom and strength and endurance are only gifted through those hard times. So I'd just be like, thank you, God. Thank you. That, like, <laughs> angrily saying it, but still being like, "I, it's going to be over soon. Mm-hmm. This terrible work day is going to be done.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I got 40 more barrels to push up and down this wet hill. But thank you, God, because I'm pushing my body to a limit. I get to work out mm-hmm. without working out.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, having to... Positively. Oh my God!
1: Wait, <laughs> I forgot something that happened recently. That I, it was an intrusive thought. Mm. But anyway, sorry to interrupt you. But um, so I had an incident that happened a few weeks ago, maybe two weeks ago. Um, <laughs> I was having a really hard day with the kids, and I had just gotten Jewel down for a nap, and Theo was just really not having it and I just needed a second and so I was pacing back and forth and I was trying to get this um I, it was either chicken or something to um un to thaw and I was filling up the sink and I had closed up the sink and filled up the water and I went to go back and check on Theo and he was just screaming and I'm like I need a second so I was trying to take a second trying to get him um, to lay down and I'm like as I'm trying to like figure everything out with him I'm like I'm praying I'm like I'm so overwhelmed I can't do this this is so hard this is the hardest thing I have literally ever done mm-hmm. having two children demanding all their needs on you all of the time by yourself is exhausting it is literally the hardest thing I've ever ever freaking done and I look out the window And I see, like, the sun, and there's, like, a little rainbow coming off the window. And I'm like, it's going to be okay. I see you. I understand. I got it. He calmed down for a minute. I step back out, and I walk out into the kitchen, and the sink is overflowing onto the ground. The water is almost by the back door, and I'm like, are you kidding me Yeah, You finally
0: got it together. Yeah.
1: I literally was just... (laughs) praying and I'm like, this is so hard and it, I got this little ray of sunshine. I'm like, it's gonna be all right. And then I'm I come out and I'm like, God, why?
0: Mm-hmm. Why?
1: So I clean it up really quick. It all
0: I, leaked into the floor. Yeah. Oh my under god. Under the cabinet. It went into the basement. I'm so sorry.
1: It went into the basement?
0: It came down from the openings where the drain pipes go. Oh my god I'm so it sorry. It just came it's okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It was just water. Yeah. It was clean water.
1: Yeah. But Regardless, it was funny to me that I was like, I had this beautiful moment praying in my after room. After
0: losing your mind. After
1: losing my mind to just lose my mind again. And I'm like, that's funny.
0: Mm-hmm. That's funny. <laughs> God has a sense of humor.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but it's helped since that incident because I had like a really nice moment to like pray and it felt like I was being heard. Mm-hmm to then have it immediately, to turn around, walk out, open the door, and it be a mess again, I mm-hmm. was like, it's going to be all right. It's going to be okay. And that that moment has impacted me since then. It was my own mistake, mm-hmm. but it was funny because it was like. Bam, bam. Yeah. <laughs> it was like I was getting rocked by these kids to have a nice moment to then get rocked by my own mistake. Mm-hmm. And then it was fine. And you guys were like, no, it's fine. It's just water. And I'm like, all right, I can chill out. Mm-hmm. I can chill
0: out. Gotta love it. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Not this an is hour. A, Yeah, it's been a minute. We Nine. were scared. We were scared we weren't going to be able to get an hour. I know. But this has also been like a heavy topic that
1: has... We- last year when we We were
0: refused
1: refused. we're like we're
0: not talking about spirituality on this yeah that's it still was too touchy of a subject for us Mm -hmm. because of how much we were trying to figure out and Mm -hmm. because we're like we don't really know what we're going through what we believe Mm -hmm. i had a new thought almost every other day Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and i also go based off of feeling and what i've the conclusion that i've kind of come to in terms of like the entity I pray to that I consider God, like I try not to put a figure to it. I understand the scriptures say we're made in God's image. Cool. I can, I can see that. But also I think God is just love. And I don't think there's a real image to love itself. Like I don't see love as a person. There's love in people. yeah, And that's, kind of what I can stand behind yeah like any feeling of love that I get I'm like that's God present within me
1: Mm -hmm. yeah I agree we saw a video (coughs) about that as well and um we both were like it changed our perspective tremendously about how we view it because like I'm not gonna lie trying to pray and thinking of a white man with a beard is really not accurate Mm -hmm. and I would like to believe personally that if we're made in God's image, that hopefully it's it's love yeah, and whatever that looks like.
0: And that has been what's really been profound for me, that I've kind of like let go of that image and just considered it as love and trying to find examples of like, like we still respect Jesus Christ as like a teacher for what he's done and like the oh, lesson. Sure. Like, I I still do take some. Confidence. Easter is my
1: favorite holiday.
0: Yeah, ironically has, enough, always has, has been always Abby's had... favorite. Yep. But
1: that's because we go to the sunrise service. That
0: too. I'm so excited to take Joel and Theo this. Like, year. Like, I still I still look to the teachings mm-hmm. and I still pay attention. I still listen. I don't shut it out. I take in all information that I can mm-hmm. to make sure that I fully know and can stand excuse me, stand behind any spiritual decision I make.
1: Do you remember when you were at work the one time on a call mm-hmm. and that lady came up to you while you were working and she was like, are, are you a Christian? Mm-hmm. And she had like asked you about your views and you texted me immediately and you were like, why? Why is this happening? Yeah,
0: because it threw me off because mm-hmm. I was going through it. Mm-hmm. And then I would get hints from my coworker.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He threw out God a lot to me and I'm like, I hear you man.
2: Mm-hmm. I
0: respect it. I thank you. I thank it I thank you for it. Yeah. But those were all the signs that I was praying for. Mm-hmm. I just blew over them because I took them at face value mm-hmm. as just words. Yeah. Rather than the intentional feeling. Like that lady was willing to give me like CDs and DVDs and like That's I was cool. cornered in her bathroom fixing her ceiling. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, "Oh man, I I don't feel comfortable talking about this. Don't
1: run from the Lord.
0: Yeah. Because <laughs> I also, like, I don't want to be evangelized.
1: Oh, yeah, me At either. least,
0: like, I, I don't know where I'm going with this. I'll be completely honest. Yeah. I'm not completely firm, ten toes in the ground in what I think or believe yet. Yeah. I'm just getting a foundation.
1: I, But I think that that is sort of the point, is that, like, I don't want to be ten toes down on... on Whatever spiritual journey we find ourselves in or realm Mm -hmm. that we find ourselves in. Because I think once you are ten toes down on something like that, then you're never open fully to accepting all of the miracles and all of the blessings that are available to you.
0: That's a fucking bar. I like that.
1: And that's what I experienced in church is that it's – this is the Bible – and this is a church, and that's all you need.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And that itself, I think, was the thing that shut me off.
0: But I also see it from the other side in, like, the beauty of how people – because, like, that also just seems so simple.
1: Yeah, it does. It
0: seems so simple and to be so profoundly connected
1: Mm -hmm.
0: with what you believe is God Mm -hmm. and, like, how you practice and worship, Mm -hmm. like – that's commendable.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm happy for you. Yes. I by no means am upset that you believe that. I'm going to question you to understand. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to understand your convictions behind your belief. Yeah. Not in a confrontational way, but just so I can be like, what's working for you? Yeah. That's the approach that I take for almost everything in life. Like, mm-hmm. let me understand what's, what's happening
2: mm-hmm.
0: just so I can work through it on my own,
2: yeah. in my
0: own time. Because I also feel like that's someone crossing my path for a reason. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, there's a reason I'm talking to you. There's a reason this conversation is happening. There's a reason things are happening this way. Mm -hmm. Every decision I've made up to now got me to this exact seat. Yes. And if I probably would not have made anything different, I wouldn't be here. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's why it's, like, it's a little bit easier for me to submit now to be, like, God, what's your purpose for me?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What am I doing? Where am I going?
1: Yeah. I also, I think it's funny now that, like, you and I are at that point that it's, like, we're, like, all right, you got it. Yeah. You got it. Because the past three years, you and I have been strongholding life. Yeah. Like, I got it. Mm-hmm. I got it. It's like a, like a, like a snake or something like that. Mm. Like a hose, like a oh, hose yeah. with like water shooting out of it. We're like, oh my God, I got it. I mm-hmm. got it. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm getting rocked, but I got it.
1: And now it's like, hey, just let the hose go. Mm-hmm. Come over here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to water the garden.
1: Yeah. Stop doing that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's been a wild ride.
1: It has. I feel like I can breathe now,
0: though. A little bit. Now that we, like, let this out. Yeah. Sorry for the terrible quality, not from my microphone, from my voice <laughs> and the anxiety and the shakes. Like, <laughs> it's It's been a really touchy subject, like, yeah, all the time. Yeah. It still is, but we're, I think, comfortable enough to where we can openly talk about this with strangers on the internet. Yes.
1: I had a really hard time in my years of church Mm -hmm. and they have just having it just stuffed down your throat all the time and expected to be this specific type of Christian that looks the certain type of way and acts a certain type of way. Mm -hmm. And that also kind of coincided with like what my home life was like. Mm. And I was like, no, because I imagined I last year, I would imagine us having this conversation and that sentence that I just said about like the, the mold fitting the mold yeah. in both my home life and my religious spiritual life, church life. Yeah, my spiritual church life. Um, I had so many other words for that sentence, and now I can just look at it and be like, I didn't like the mold, I don't want to do that, I want to be bullied about my existence. Mm-hmm. So I took a step back, and I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah, you left handed sinner.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When I, I'll tell you this story really quick. When I went to uh preschool, I was, I went to a preschool that was in a church, my very first one. It may have been a daycare. And the, one of the pastors or not the pastors, one of the, the, the preschool teachers, she hated me, hated me. Very supposed godly woman. Um, she came up to me the one day and she was like, what hand do you cut scissors with? And I was like, I can do both. And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, I can do both. Now, mind you, I'm like three. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I can, I do, can both. do both. I can do both. And this lady was not having it. She was like, what hand do you write with? And this was the beginning of the year. And I was like, my left hand. And she was like, absolutely not. So while all the other kids were playing, she sat me down at a table. She made me write with my right hand and cut scissors with my right hand because I, she told me that, If I am left-handed, I will go to hell. At three years old. And I have never forgotten that shit since.
0: You think an all-loving God cares about what hand you write with?
1: I would hope the fuck not. There used
0: to be no writing. (laughs) It didn't matter what hand you wrote with, because there wasn't any. There was no way to write. I didn't even think of it. Do you understand how much sense that does not make?
1: This lady really hated me. Hated me. That would so. be a
0: funny, funny bit.
1: <laughs> She's probably dead now.
0: Oh, not that part. Jeez. You cut it out. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, she 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 was not a nice lady. She was nice to everybody else. She didn't like me. So, yeah, and that's why I don't mess with the structure of organized religion.
0: Bam, bam. bam. <laughs>
1: But I'm happy to be where I am spiritually. And I'm. Yeah.
0: I feel more connected. Yeah. And I feel like this is what I've been looking for since I was a kid. Yes. In all realities. And like.
1: I wish everybody could have this feeling because it feels. But it, at so the same good. time,
0: despite how profound it is, it still feels so small. Yes. Like.
1: We I'm just not got exuding the fire lit.
0: Yeah. We just got some like embers going. Yeah.
1: Like, we're throwing in leaves every now and then to be like, hey, keep going.
0: So seeing other people, like, speak with the intent of love mm-hmm. in any way, shape, or form. Like, mm-hmm. I've been acting on it more. When I see something that makes me think of someone, I'm like, oh, I should text them. I did that but too. I'm, I do it immediately. Yeah. Like, if it's on my mind, I should be texting you for a reason.
1: I haven't talked to you in, like, two years, but hey, how are you?
0: Yep. Don't know why, but it's gonna bother me, or I'm gonna forget. Yeah, and I'm gonna be like, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do. It. Why do it tomorrow? Do it right now. Why?
1: If you're thinking about somebody, whether it's a friend or an acquaintance or whatever, it's okay. Text them.
0: Whoever just popped in your head, right now, do it. Say hi. Unless it's you. an ex.
1: I love you. Yeah. If it's not, if it's an ex, th- that does not apply to Unless that. Unless it's meant to be. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely
0: not. Confliction.
1: No. We don't condone that X stuff.
0: It's all jokes.
1: <laughs>
0: man, what a word salad that was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have to make a meme or something of that. A word salad.
0: <laughs> mm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's funny.
0: Oh, man. Do you have anything else to contribute to this?
1: Oh, my God. Not I, today. There
0: are a ton of nuances to this.
1: Yeah. I really skimmed over like my church experience and I really skimmed over what I'm feeling but there's real no real way to like truly portray what mm-hmm. is. And
0: happening. I really skimmed over a lot of the questions that I like deeply think and ask. Yeah. But of course a lot of people are probably already think them like we might have similar questions. I'm not that mm-hmm. like mysterious. Yeah. But thank you. Thank you. This was for
1: submitting to me. Whoa.
0: Just kidding. <laughs> You're wild. Oh, man. Please help <laughs> somebody. You, this is This proof. is my
1: cry for help. This is proof.
0: This is my proof. All right. We're just rambling at this point. If I'm you so haven't sorry. heard it, we hope you have a great day. We love you so much, and we mean it. Peace. Love.
1: And applesauce.
0: Bye. Bye.
1: Oh, stop.
2: <laughs> Not again.